0: Keep Rainman Digital on the air through twenty twenty by pledging to our Patreon page. Your continued support allows us to continue to make great content and offer even better features in the future. Help us keep the lights on in the studio by pledging one to ten dollars a month. Go to patreon.com/slash Rainman Digital to pledge. Fuck
1: yeah. Warning Supernatural the Crossroads contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. i
0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Supernatural, The Crossroads. I'm your host, Thomas Cowley. Joined with me today, as always, is Ryan Denton. What's up? And Michael Flores. Hey. And we are talking about Season 15, Episode 5, Proverbs 17:3. Now, remember, if you want to listen to us live via mobile, you can find us on the TuneIn app. Just search Crossroads 003. Add us to your favorites. And you can also text RMD69, 69, yes, 69 Oh. To 50597 and get those mobile push notifications whenever any RMD show, including the Crossroads,
1: goes live. Do you get grossed out when you read 6 9 no. Do you get like. Nah, I just love that I he says that Crossroads, that I when it's clearly X bit. Roads. They figured it out. Have they? Cross.
2: X. Yeah, X is a X, cross is a cross. It's two different things, but you know, it's okay. It is the glasses.
0: It really is. For those who, who don't know right now, Ryan is wearing glasses, and he's made a couple
2: astute
0: observations in the pre-show, I'm take and these now things off. he's gone full into smug.
1: And if you want live video, just go to our Patreon page and yeah. pledge to that tier. You can see Ryan guys. and all his brilliantness right w- now.
2: $1, guys. Helps us show out a lot. Do it or I'll kick your ass. It's not $1 for the video tier. No. $1, please. Pledge. I don't give a shit. And suddenly funny.
1: his studiousness and, and there intelligence. Goes. He's all, one fifteen. it's the same, right?
0: Yeah. It's like a power-up in Mario. Like, it only lasts I, I a little bit. I think he skipped equalities in math. Math <laughs> Just sucks, <skip> math.
2: dude.
0: <laughs> math sucks ass, dude. All right, so this episode was written by Steve Yoki, and he did a fantastic job with this one. It, it's really scared, interesting Johnny. to see. I know, right? It's really interesting to see who's stepping up Within this first quarter of the final season. He's trying to garner
1: some attention from the CW execs. Like, hey, this guy is good. Let's give him another show. What show
2: do we have that he could be on? Uh, Literally
1: any of them because they're dying.
2: Definitely not Arrow. We need help on Riverdale.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. He can do better than Riverdale. Can that show
2: get canceled?
0: One day, Ryan. I hope so. Now, no, he did a Monster of the Week template, much like Davey Perez did just last week, Mm -hmm. to tell a meta-narrative story. And it was very well done, some twists and turns along the way. But once again, the, the B team has stepped up. The writers who are not the veterans, the writers who have not that many credentials under their belt... On the final season are bringing the best stuff we've seen so far. And Barons aside, his is an outlier. I'm not saying that shouldn't be the case necessarily, but that shouldn't be the case.
1: What, the B squad doing better work? The B squad
0: doing that much better. Theoretically, that's not how it's supposed to work, but the script
2: was clever. It it is when your job's up, man. Maybe that's part Have of it. Have you ever heard of, like, in a free agency, the, the the decent player has an outstanding fucking season? This is a sports reference be, I don't get. Because now he's going to get, you know, wants to get a contract from right.
1: another team. Well, it's like Colin, what's his name? Colin, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, Kaepernick. He had um his tryout. his tryout in public for the media can see so everyone can see how great he is. But, like,
2: how many kneels did he do? I'm just curious. Did they judge him on his, like, kneeling prowess or, like? I think so. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Now he's really good at kneeling.
0: <laughs> no, this, this episode though was very well done. Very clever script. Once again, like last week, and they found a way to make a gimmick work in their favor.
1: And that's the word I chose Thomas over meta because you are definitely I'm, going with the meta meta aspect. Me, yes, because yes, it may not overtly look like a meta episode in the traditional sense in the way that uh, we typically Deadpool sense no, or even in the way that we typically typically get in the show with mm-hmm. the with Chuck being the writers and using that time to talk to the audience, but there's a little bit more of a subtle meta approach with the gimmickiness and the obvious bad choices and yet being and yet those bad choices end up being brilliant for this episode, and we're going to get into that because that's a big theory we have whether or not this is all being done purposely (laughs) because it's pretty fucking good.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's an odd place to be in. It's something you said on, but in the pre-show or or before we even started recording that you're kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop because we're enjoying it, but we're not sure if we should be, or if it's happening for the right reason. We've been
2: burned way too many fucking times in the last three or four years. And so we're, you know, we're a little apprehensive, you know, we're a little apprehensive. And We're afraid to love again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're afraid to love again. Dabs, you know, stabbed us in the back a few times. The back, that's so, like, vicious and malicious. But he let it's
0: him true. watch our
1: dog, you and think, then uh, one
0: trip to Chinatown later, and, you know. Now we, we have dog tacos.
1: So. Yeah, that's what bothered me a little bit, because at the end of the episode, I was smiling. Oh, wow. <laughs> and <laughs> I was smiling. I'm like, this is really good. This is really good, especially when you take into account the previous episode. I'm like again, these two episodes here are, are really fucking good and I can see what they're doing and it really works. And then as I'm working on show notes and I am all smiles, typing very, you know, quickly, I have something to write about energetic this is fantastic. And, happy. and then I get depressed. <laughs> Because I'm like, is this going to happen? Is this going to work out the way it looks like it's going to happen? Because if it does, this is going to be one of the biggest redemptions a writer has ever done on TV. But you get that little we've been bit of a
0: diff- to before.
1: Exactly.
0: We've had many things in Dab's run that we've sat here and said, oh, this is it. This is going to be epic. This is going to be amazing. Look at the lore potential. <laughs> And <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: that's what happened with it. So here I am sitting watching this episode excited, but not sure if I should be. I'm not sure if it's earned yet. And I think it's going to take a couple more frankly it's gonna take the season to know whether or not i should be because you are being very careful when i when
1: you came to the studio i can no one gets in this
0: hole just yet
1: i can tell you're holding back a smile Mm -hmm. and i'm like this is the thomas that likes supernatural he's back and you're like trying to play coy yeah he's trying to play it off dude yeah you're, yeah. trying, you're like the guy who who like just got laid by a super hot chick and you want to
2: tell your boys but you, but you like you want to slow play it because you don't want to, don't sound want to be over eager because you might ruin it you want I to do might. it and you want to do it again I might so and that's happened so I don't want to
1: fuck this up by jinxing it <laughs> I'm sorry Tom. I think it's wood. too late I could tell in your voice that you're yeah. actually happy with the episode you shut your whore mouth and that's what you getting... fucking do <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's gimmick might be the right way in some sense to describe it simply because there are these deliberately bad writing gimmicks that they're playing into. Yeah. It's it's weird. They're using the gimmicks to play into the meta narrative of Chuck being the writer, bad foreshadowing, shitty villains returning out of nowhere, heavy-handed moments that are all too obvious and overdone at this point. Yeah. Leading us to think that Chuck's kind of a hack and out of ideas. And maybe that's the point and that's Uh, the thing i don't know if it should be i don't know if i want to praise them for this it's fucking good it works i got i got an a plus an an a plus in in pottery okay okay, great that's gonna be your major (laughs) like i'm proud but i don't know if i should be at the same time so it's a weird mix and with this episode we had a number of highlights we had when we went into the final season myth arc once again. In two episodes, we have hammered out what are the stakes, where are we going, how bad exactly is shit for Sam and Dean. These are the things that I, and Ryan especially, was very, very adamant about in the first three episodes that you needed to bring to the table for this final season to really pack a punch to carry some weight and dread. And now we're getting there. We're aware... That Chuck is writing again. We are aware that he wants a definitive deadly ending for the Winchesters. We're moving towards something that is going to change their lives one way or another. We also find out that we're right. Shocking about the What do you know, dude? <laughs> Shocking about the fact that Chuck and Sam are linked through the gunshot wound. Although that was yes. pretty fucking obvious. Harveyous. It's Harry Potter. It is a Harry Potter-esque thing. We That's had... We had Lilith of all villains return, which begs the question, does this, mean, does this mean God does plan to enlist their greatest hits, more villains, more return characters for the rest of the season? Which led Mike to a, a, an interesting concept for the end of the show. Uh, we also got it confirmed that Lilith was simply a plot device in God's master plan to fuck with Sam and Dean even further, which, on paper, I should hate, but here it kind of works in that idea that 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 Dab's trying to make this final season more important than the previous ones by undermining
1: if you can't bring yourself up, bring everyone else well, down. And and that's my biggest problem with with Chuck being revealed as the big bad. Yes, because I strongly feel like he undermines everything that has been done before, but in doing that, he makes his final season all the better. All the better and more relevant. I mean and yes And again, and-
0: is that something we want to praise exactly? Right, because even Lilith,
1: even Lilith, you know, acknowledging that shit, I died. I died for something I believed in and it ended up being part of Chuck's plan. I mean, all of this is going to come back to bite Chuck in the ass. I guarantee it. It has to. It's such a double edged sword,
2: Thomas, because.
1: It's all fun and games until
2: the characters you screw over in your story come back to kill you. Yep. Yep, and I think I think you're right, Mike. I think this that is, sounds like a bad goosebump.
1: This is a Stephen King novel. There are some good goosebumps. Just saying, so like it, there is. Yeah. I will. I will. There are no I will sign but, on that. There are, but I'm saying this sounds like a bad one.
2: But, but <laughs> like you wrote, but it sounds like, like a bad one. But the look on your face is saying that you of like it. Yeah. You kind of like it. Like, it, but, he but that's does, the thing. He does, again, he kind of likes it. dude.
0: I'm not sure if I should. <laughs> that's the problem. This is awesome. Yes. I have enjoyed these last two episodes. Yes, they are well done, and they are
1: far (laughs) and away better than the last three that came prior. Now, Thomas, let's make this clear. Now, the whole undermining statement is more of a question that we're posing because we're going to get into that in the second segment of the show. We're going to go through the pros and cons and and see if this is an undermining or can this actually work to not just – not to undermine but possibly strengthen – the Previous seasons yeah, and strengthen the legacy of Sam and Dean. If it comes, it could.
2: Thomas is so, so hesitant, uh, man. I, know, I love he, it.
1: I know. Four years great. of
2: being burned. Four years. Oh, wow. He looked at the camera too. On that I did. One. Listen. Whoa. He pulled at me. He, he went meta on the camera. Here he did. Here's,
0: here's the thing if this was season 12, I'd be, my mouth would be open, jaw on the floor. Like yeah. I'd be blowing this fucking thing. Mm hmm. It's the 15th season after three previously less than stellar attempts. Right. I am not willing or ready to get hurt again four, to that degree. Four times
1: a charm. At yeah, least time. four times. Four times going the, in is a charm. Here's
0: where I will say we're on to something after the midseason premiere. Okay. Because fair. Because Dab okay. has had decent, coherent narrative except for season 12, 13, and 14 were fine for the first halves. Moving forward. That's a fair. That's a fair. It wasn't until episodes 12, 11, 13, 14 that it starts crumbling like sand beneath the ocean waves. And once we get past that point, which I know is kind of like too late, it's obvious. But
1: frankly, that's what I'm going to need. I think it's exactly what it is. I don't think we have time to fuck around. And I honestly think that Dab, you know, they say play into your strengths, right? (laughs) Well, Dab doesn't, your Dab doesn't have oh, any strengths. Dab doesn't have any strengths. So he's playing into that. And I think he took a hard look at what he's done. He spoke to someone and they said, dude, you have some great ideas, but this, this, and this, it just doesn't work. Play into that. Play into the fact that you might have messed up a little bit with the you last two seasons. You se- know who makes sense that Because said that to the him. entire last two episodes have been about a writer who's not very good.
0: And you know who would make perfect sense to say that to him? Ripke? Yup. He's probably the only one they can say it. He is. No one else is going to say it. No one else who works there is going to tell him that. Play I doubt into it. Turn it and into a joke. Dude, thing- you know how you're bad? But like, what if it was funny, right? Every
1: writer, every that. showrunner during their run at some point as showrunner has called themselves out about something yeah. they fucked up. Yeah. All of them. Hmm? They all have done it. So why would it be any different with Dab looking back and saying, you know what? <laughs> um, dumb. I messed up a little bit. I'm going to play into that. And I'm going to fix it and make this season be about me messing things up and, and- not being the best writer and turning him self into the villain.
0: It's just, here's the thing, here's the phrase currently for this season. It's just dumb enough to work. <laughs> Really is. Now so let let's get into it because there were a lot of highlights. I don't want to say too negative just yet. It, it these two episodes have been good. I don't want to dwell there longer than I have to. Not just good. When you pair them together, it's they're pretty they're fucking very good. good. Yeah. Yeah. So Ryan, can you give us a, a quick synopsis? Oh, it'll
2: be quick. <laughs> it's one fucking sentence. Again, the guy that's writing these synopsis fucking gave up. Uh Sam and Dean's routine case turns out to be anything but like, come on, man. Uh, hold on. Time, ra- there gotta, was a story. I got to rant on this. Okay. Who the fuck writes these synopsis? Like,
1: we dude, got, We got to get negative about something. Yeah, I got to. Yeah. <laughs>
2: let me get fired up about this. Okay. I don't understand. This is so vague that it works and it kind of makes me angry because this is exactly what happens. It's at, almost it, it, like this a is,
1: bot is writing this. It, yes. you, you know, or, how, you know, or, how when someone follows you on Twitter. Yes. and yeah. they don't have a profile pic, yeah. or their bio says like two words. You're like, Here's oh, this thing. is this ain't real. Here's the thing, real
0: quick. This description is so bad, but 100 percent accurate, right? No,
1: and
2: that's the thing that makes me angry about it.
0: Do You know who's writing these?
2: Oh, oh
0: boy, here we go. Could be dab. <laughs> He's like, I got this. There, it's a, all. It's the whole. It's becoming inception. It's all folding in on itself you of what's know. real and all what's right. not. Right,
1: D V you got this. Steve Yoki, you read this. Uh, you read this. I you read you this. That He's that. like, well, what are you going to do? I'm just getting back to the absences. It's <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, it's too good to be that
2: simple almost. But, yeah, that's where we're sitting. Ugh. Uh, this one was directed by Richard Spate and write, written by Steve Yoki. Uh, Richard Spate, you know, I... I don't want to dwell too much on it right now, but I,
0: I was—I totally forgot this was the one he directed, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad
1: in a way. Well, it was good at least. It was good. It, it wasn't bad. Potentially his final episode. He's going to direct, and this is the episode. I said this last episode, I believe, or no, it was during our Patreon a exclusive Patreon preview yeah. show. I'm like, if this is going to be Spate's final episode, he's going to direct. Then I really hope it's a good episode that he sent off with a, a high note. On a high note. And and I think we can say he, it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's get
0: right into the story here. Chuck's big plan. What he really truly likes. Which I guess really should have been obvious at this point. Mm-hmm. Is he likes stories where Sam and Dean or the brothers. One ends up killing the other. So let that sink in for just a second. When we look back at biblical lore and this show that makes a lot of sense and it explains a lot Mm -hmm. Michael versus Lucifer Cain and Abel Sam and Dean it's it's all the the brothers with
1: even family killing each other Abraham and Isaac which he used that at one point as well in this show it makes sense
0: that he's done this before it's he Jesus, it really is a hack writer, a, a bad Dean Koontz, who's using the same idea yeah. again and again, but just rehashing it, different flavors, different variants of the same thing. But it does pose the question with Dab deciding to be the to, to be the big bad. I was <laughs> going to say, but to make Chuck the big bad of the show of this season. When we combine that with the visions that Sam is having, it brings about a question we had not only at the end of season 14, but the beginning of this season. And that is the question of free will. Is there a margin of free will in this universe? Or if Lilith can't kill Sam and Dean against her own free will, are we completely at Chuck's mercy? Are they completely trolled by him? Because right now it's being made to look like Sam and Dean are simply rats in a maze. The lab mice who have no choice, have no control. But if Lilith can't kill them, if she is deliberately stopped from doing it, imposing on her free will, but Sam and Dean can kind of do what they want within some reason, does that mean they're more powerful than we've been led to believe?
1: Yeah, because they alluded to the fact that Sam and Dean are with the visions. You take you take God's plan, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that the whole thing we saw that he's writing this diabolical ending, right? <laughs> and he Lilith's confirmation that he likes when the brothers die. He like when you, he likes when you guys kill each other. Okay, we we kind of yeah, that makes perfect sense. We've seen in his that. defense, we
0: liked that too. We talked about that yes. being the ultimate end.
1: Yes. But right now it's being made to look like they're, you know, rats in a maze or mice in a maze. But knowing that the story was always meant for Sam and Dean to kill each other, right? Okay, that's what Chuck's writing. That's what Chuck's been writing. Sam and Dean are gonna kill each other. We saw Sam become Lucifer, essentially, and then we saw Demon Dean, where he was meant to be killed. And yet it's never ended the way Chuck has meant it to. Demon Dean was supposed to kill him. Sam was supposed to sacrifice
0: himself with the trials. Dean was supposed to kill him with Death Scythe at the end of season 10.
2: It's been a recurring It's It's a recurring
1: theme. It's a recurring thing where they defy Chuck's writing. Right. So now one of the things I've been so mad about about chuck being revealed as the big bad is i have felt that it undermines everything else it undermines the concept of free will but what if it actually strengthens it what if taking what lilith said and knowing what chuck has always tried to do and the visions that sam keeps seeing either he kills dean or dean kills him there's something special about them specifically this version of sam and dean never succumb to Chuck's writing, even though that's his intention to get them to kill each other. And yet they never do it, but we can see based on Sam's visions that there are other versions of Sam and Dean that that are doing it. And yet they haven't. So that would explain why they're his favorite. So does this not, this does not undermine the concept of free will because there is something unique does this circle about these two individuals, these specific versions of Sam and Dean? And if that's the case, if they have been kicking their destiny to the curb, despite the fact that God is manipulating things, then we have a winner here.
2: This could work. D- does this also circle back to that when Chuck was, you know, not as powerful or he, you know, he's, he's hurt. Does this circle back to the fact that he's scared of Sam and Dean because he knows that they they regularly defy his writing? Now he's scared because he knows that they could do something about what he's. So does it circle back? He very
0: easily could be stuck in the only version of his universe. The only version of Sam and Dean in which the free will is a real right. thing. If these two are his favorite because they defy his expectations and his story, if on a meta level the characters to any writer have taken on a life of their own, right. as Supernatural has very really done in this world, our own world, that would make sense as to why he's scared. Any other version, I could write it out. He could write it out, but with but them, this he would explain why he can't quite see them. And they can do things that he's always been surprised by. Yeah. And if, if, to Mike's point, they play into this the right way, this could be a huge win. It could keep Kripke's original vision there. It could reinforce that underlying theme and concept of team free
1: will. It could ultimately play out and, and pan out. In a right. right, in a good way. I don't see any other way that could actually pan out. That's why I'm pretty confident that this is the direction they're going. Because the vision Sam keep having is the obvious way that Sam and Dean will fight God. I mean, it has that, that, to be. Right. That much was said by the end of the episode. And we alluded it, to that in our previous discussion that they've got a way. I, I said that whole
0: thing. What better way to beat someone who knows everything than to read off his cheat sheet? Right. That's literally what Sam can do right yes. now. And whether or not these are different universes or these are different ideas that Chuck is coming up with in how to end their story right here, either way, it could work. And while that is great, that's the obvious surface level reason for this, the the less obvious reason could be that this is a way to show us, the audience, that despite all of this being God's design... This version of Sam and Dean are, in fact, unique because or, they're or
1: immune to Chuck's
0: or immune manipulative writing because they've never succumbed to what he's when he's put pen to paper.
2: I guess the thing for me, like, I think this would be a really cool idea having them be unique or being immune. But there has to be a reason why. Yeah. And I think that's that's the thing for me. Like, what
0: if this was the universe he put free will
2: in?
1: Well, Again, well, no, hold on. I agree with you, Ryan. There has to be a reason why, because yeah. then it, we it can't just we can't just leave it open ended. Yeah, there has no. to be a reason why. And going back to what you said, Thomas, um, maybe this is the reason why Sam and Dean. Are his favorite in this universe because he like a like a master of a dog is kind of intrigued by the ability for this dog to pay attention. Oh, look at this dog can open the door. He is so smart. This is the smartest dog I've ever had. And you give every science fiction. You give that dog a little more leeway because you feel that they're so intelligent as an animal. And suddenly you let them do a lot more things that maybe your previous dog did because that dog shit all over the place. And I, I have a feeling that that's how he looked at the this version of Sam and Dean. Oh, look, at they're so cute. They figure things out on their own. They constantly break through what I wrote them. This is interesting. I don't know but why it's this also, is happening, but it's intriguing. Let me see how this plays out. But suddenly his intrigue has turned into fear when he realizes that he was hurt by the gun that's supposed to be fictitious. It wasn't supposed to work that way. And now he's fucking scared. But it's
0: also no longer perfect- cute. It's it's the perfect mad scientist self-aggrandizing villain where I could do anything and then I got bored. So I created something that could surprise me. And he's like, like all those villains in bad science fiction or other horror movies where it's like you got to kill the alien. It clearly wants to fucking kill everybody. It's like... No, we have to watch it. It's so beautiful as it right. does something he are doesn't you, expect, are you, and then are you he talking gets about aliens. It. Three, right now? I am talking about. Okay, aliens where the guys like classic.
2: Right it's beautiful, and then yeah. he gets his head fucking
0: like or but Jurassic
1: Park. Clever girl,
0: Jurassic yeah, Park. Like this has happened time and time again, where Chuck could be so enamored and so proud of himself that he created. It's about his ego. Look what I did. Look what I did. It's an
2: ego trip. Yeah. No well, one else but, could do we, this. And even if it destroys him, his hubris, he will happily take that. We've seen yeah. this multiple times on every other movie, TV show that has any type of God or being that is higher up has that arrogance.: ego. Arrogance. Arrogance. Well, Greek,
1: Greek mythology. Yeah. Once we stole magic from the gods, the jig was up. Yeah. yeah.
2: The, they exist because we allow them magic to. Magic
1: was sex. <laughs> Just in case you guys
2: were wondering. Fire, but... I know Prometheus stole fire. I you. I know. It's the glasses. He actually knew the reference I was making. Of course I know the reference. Uh, I play stupid on the radio. Let me
1: zoom zoom on Um, and on the glasses. Okay. uh, It's those glasses.
2: It's
0: the glasses. Come with some power. Oh shit. (laughs)
1: That's that's a horrible face. (laughs) (laughs) It's like one of those those cheesy dating app commercials.
2: Here at Match.com. Swipe right. You'll get to fuck. All right, that'd be
1: Ryan's commercial for, <laughs> for his dating app. You get to my fuck. My app
2: is called Friends with
1: Benefits. Dude, if, t- if Ryan was to get, like, <laughs> famous off some bullshit app uh-huh. like that, it's, like, forget th- forget all the, the, the little coy names or the subtleties. It's just called Let's Fuck. That's the name of his <laughs> Hey, app. do you have Let's Fuck?
2: Here, Dude, here. I use that app here, every scan weekend. my profile, and then let's go fuck. Bucks up for now. <laughs> like, that's that's actually a million dollar idea. I I might need to pat one it. click order. Yep, I'm gonna patent that. All right, there's <laughs> gonna be a bunch of savage dudes on there. <laughs> that's it, it's gonna end up being a gay act. Oh, yes, <laughs> Thomas will be on there. Yeah, You'll make a lot of a money. bunch
1: of men just pounding each other. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you make a million dollars off of it I don't give a fuck.
0: Money's
2: money, man. Yeah, no matter how you get it 20 bucks, 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Same so, job, still a job,
0: bro. It is so. If this actually is the case, this could work very well. <laughs> not the app
2: for supernatural. <laughs> like, like you're not wrong.
0: It could work very well for the final season story overall. <laughs> and it also not only does it does it make sense, or it could fix the error in judgment that might be having Chuck be the big bad, but it would also justify his weird obsession. With these two, well, that Sam and Dean themselves have been calling to light, like why is it even, always us? Why do we always have to go through this shit? Haven't we sacrificed and lost enough? Even
1: Lilith says, "Why it? doesn't he kill us?" Yeah, why, what, if, what, what he, he wants? can't? What if he can't kill them for some reason? I, I, maybe, but I think the hubris angle of yeah, I like he that doesn't better. like
0: he doesn't. Why would you? It's a cat and mouse. You don't kill the mouse. Yes, you have nothing I, to I play agree. with.
2: I yeah, you need, yeah. I mean, and he, if they truly are that unique to where they can defy his story, why would you want to? Well, well, Lilith even says it. Like she she even says it in this episode like, you know, he has a weird obsession with you. Mm-hmm. Like and I think that's the first time we I mean we knew it was a thing, but that's the first time it's like physically or or been Because he
1: could snap them away. Yeah. But yeah. no. He, he is so arrogant, him. he's going to fuck with them. I think it makes perfect sense with his it really that, does. that's the reason why I liked last episode's version of Chuck. It made sense. Chuck's all oh, He is a bit of a douche. He's always been that. I mean, he even M. Night douchery. He put himself in his own story. What a twist. All of the Chuck we saw on the last episode makes perfect sense. Everything about Because it was every
0: facet of the same character. Yeah. Everything that we see makes sense.
1: Hasn't he always been, though? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we liked him, but a lot of people thought he was the the world's biggest jerk if he ended up being God. Yeah, that's true. Remember how many people were saying yeah, that? That was uh, like, well, was wow, as, as a prophet, God, we like him, but if they end up making him God, that's a dick move. They said he's an asshole for allowing these things to happen to them. But well, now look at it; it makes even more sense now.
0: But also, I like on a greater level that would on our own in our own world. If you were to say that, but let, let's take in this real world for a moment. Let's say God was real, and if God was like, Chuck, but what if
2: God was one of us?
0: Would that, but if God was like Chuck, would that not make sense? If man is created in right. his own image, he's this petulant, petty, fucking egomaniac, prideful son of a bitch who's about to take his ball home and destroy everything rather than admit his wrongdoings, rather than go the extra mile, say, I'm sorry. All these other failings of humanity would be perfectly encapsulated in this being who was so egocentric, created us as mirrors of him because he was bored. The 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 good thing about, it's very risky, but the good thing about having Chuck as the big bad is that on a more thematic storytelling level, it would explain why God in our world would let all these things happen. Right. Good or bad. Why doesn't he answer prayers? Because he makes them laugh and he's kind of a dick. Because he's not on their side. And he's not on their side, but that would work that too. If that is the case would kind of repair any perceived undermining of previous stories that would kind of make Carver's run. Even with Chuck being more benevolent work. It would, it makes Carver's run work. It makes
1: even the Leviathans and just them being a thrown away idea that he threw in the trash work. If this all happens the way it looks like it might Instead of destroying season 11, Carver, well Carver season 11 and what Chuck wanted to do there, it just makes it another side of it. it it's another perspective on what we actually saw. Hmm? This, see... This is why I'm getting this scared, This is risky, though. though so risky. I don't know if I should believe this exactly is done on I
0: Have
2: you tripped and fallen? You know, and you Maybe, fire, I, maybe you, Dab got some of these glasses.
1: If you... Maybe, <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Maybe, maybe Dab, listen, and again He's like, all like, "Hey, um, Dab, um, you wear glasses?" He's uh, all, "Cause yeah. I'm gonna send you a pair. They're yeah. called smart glasses. Yeah, I think uh, this they, is they, a- they're, they're like electronical. They can connect to the electronical, internet. Electronic. Yeah, electronic. That's they, a and smart Wi-Fi, word. Bluetooth. That's exactly, exactly no, what they are. They're actually smart glasses. Bluefly. They're
2: blue fly. You can get everything. I, I just uh, to to I know where you're going, Thomas. With that, yeah, and it's very <laughs> it's scary to me because this is giving them a lot of credit after three
1: poop seasons. Well, no, 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 nothing will ever repair. Okay, let me no. let me go uh, but, but back. Yeah. Let me go this back. Is, this nothing is will complete, repair Dab's previous seasons. This is a I feel like 180. He, I feel, though, I feel, yes, I feel like and he flubbed those seasons. But mm-hmm. this this season is. If it ends up going this direction, we're only two episodes in, really. But if it ends up going the way it looks like it's going, then we could forgive those previous seasons and say, "Okay, he's actually." This leads me to believe he's not not the one doing this. If Dab is able to see that he made mistakes, that that is thing that is number one. If he can see and acknowledge that he might have made some mistakes. Then this season has hope.
2: I have a hard time believing that he completely did a one eighty after three seasons like this, and now he's. But that's he's the thing so is bad that maybe amazing.
0: maybe he's not. Maybe the it's other writers. Else. We said before with Barron's calling us like, "What? This is his grand plan? Some you know, wannabe ghost apocalypse? No, no fucking way. What if? Okay, this is this is getting weird now. But oh, if Sam and Dean, the creations of Chuck, are. Fucking the narrative and telling him, no, fuck you, we're going to do it our way. It seems logical that the writers in the room have gotten to a point where they too are now going to say, fuck you, we're doing it our way. That's so
1: meta, dude. I I don't know. It's gotten fractal at this point. I mean, there's got to be some type of management hierarchy and and respect. But I I am, though, Mike, final season. Ah, You cost us all our jobs. Fuck you. People talk in Hollywood, and if you have a bunch of writers.
2: Well played
1: maybe no one cares No I Think it is what we said earlier I feel like dab Acknowledges his mistakes and he realizes That his, he has weaknesses The most and he is literally Playing into his weaknesses mm. He's I, calling I think himself out logical. If you look at the rest of the seasons Like I said every writer has done this They've all played into their weaknesses And made fun of it So why would this final season where Chuck for the first time is intrinsically tied to the entire season? He is the myth arc for the most part. Why wouldn't this entire season be the showrunner admitting some falsities and then rectifying them? I mean, I'm willing, It makes I'm the willing, most
0: sense, but it's the hardest to believe.
1: Listen, we already know Dab can write well when he's with a partner. Mm-hmm. We know that the we proof. Do. The proof is there. He has written fabulous episodes, but the moment he lost that partner, something happened. Maybe he is paired up with someone. Maybe someone's working with him. We don't know. Whoever helped him come out and hammer out this story, that they're doing a great job. If we continue if continue down this the way track continues if that's a big if but yeah. so far so good so
0: let let's get into a couple clarifying aspects of this episode where we really start breaking down what's going to be happening this season we do know for a fact that sam is connected to chuck because of that gunshot and i think it's fair to say that the visions are not just chuck's endings necessarily they very easily, because, I mean, is that not what Michael from Apocalypse World told us? They're his rough drafts. They're parallel universes, even, at this point. Universes where Chuck's endings went according to plan. We don't know. We really don't know how God works, fundamentally. Who's to say that he types something out and it doesn't become a reality in another universe? Much like the the multiverse theory, if you go left or right... Both are accurate. They just happen in different realities. So if he's typing out these ideas, couldn't it be that these are true glimpses of another scenario in which this is the ending?
2: I think these, I think these have to be ideas. I think these have to be thoughts that he's having of how to
1: end it. Um, No, because these are things that have already happened. A lot of these things are familiar. What we're seeing, these visions aren't things we've never seen before. Like if we saw a, a scenario where it's completely fresh and brand new, then I would agree that what we're seeing are potential drafts that Chuck was working on or is working on. But what we're seeing are things that Thomas just brought up. If you go left or you go yeah. right, these are things that would have happened. Let's say we're now here in 2019 and this is how things would have happened if the Demon Dean scenario and the market king had played out to its fullest story or, you know, Sam and demon blood. This is what would have happened if, That would have played out If Lucifer
0: had controlled Sam in his true vessel the whole time or regained control in season 13 even.
1: Yeah, if we were seeing completely different scenarios altogether, then I would say, yes, these are these are stories being written out or former drafts or whatnot. But I think Sam has tapped into universes. Then again, though. With how Chuck's being
0: portrayed this season, it's very possible that we could be wrong and and Ryan could be right with the idea that Chuck rehashes ideas and isn't that strong a writer. And these are, in fact,
2: it could be reusing ideas. The nice thing about this concept is that it works either way. Well, the the thing is, too, you have to think about it is, yes, these are ideas we've already seen, but we've never seen the endings like this,
1: because for some reason Sam they, they and Dean fucked it up,
2: managed to so why, escape the plan. Yeah, you know so it. why wouldn't he rehash his idea with the ultimate try it of again. What, yeah, try it again. I yeah. can,
1: I can buy that because, like you said, Thomas, either way, I think both scenarios it would works. work, it both works. Play out, I, I wouldn't yeah. be upset with either of
2: them. Yeah, I think at this point, I think just seeing those ultimate endings that we never really got was kind of cool, anyways. Yeah, so it was. I mean, I've enjoyed the shit out of them, especially cool. the
0: one Jensen directed with the John Wick-style fight sequence. Yeah, that in was bunker. super cool. That was awesome. But that would also, if it's different universes, play into the reason as to why Benny was in one of them. What That's if that actually played out differently too. in season eight well, and he became a hunter with them?
2: But yeah. it also works, too, that it should have played out that way if they did it right. He wouldn't have... He wouldn't have died. Well, yeah, there's there's all kinds but, I mean, of... You could use, I mean, you could use it. I mean, I think either way, I think it works. Mm. I think either way, I can speak for all three of us and say that we would be okay with yeah. however think, they do it. I think that's fair. Um,
0: The real question, though, is what do Sam and Dean do with this... This info? You know, this cheat sheet, this look behind the book and see what's going on. I think we're going to... I think... Do they use that as an advantage? Do they use that in a way to deliberately not do... What he's coming up with, do they use that as a way to prevent various other things? Does this sequence only, do these visions only come when Chuck's having an idea or are they glimpses of possibility? Yeah. Like, like,
2: what do we do with this and what, what is possible? He only gets it when he's jizzing. So he's like, ah, oh, that's a great idea. And then they, then it flashes in Sam's head. So it's the afterglow? Yeah, it's the afterglow. Mm-hmm. So when he's smoking a cig. He yeah. facials Sam and then he's like, oh, that's oh, what it is. Oh. oh. <laughs> Jeez. Wait, what, what universe Sam is he facialing? I just uh, Soulless like, sexy Sam. Oh. Yeah. Hmm, shirtless. <laughs> Do you want it on your abs or your face?
0: Oh. <laughs> now <laughs>
2: uh,
0: Ryan's always uh, so proud of himself. That's that's the best part. So You have to be. The fact that they know this, while Dean is hopeless, basically. That's pretty good, by the way. And uh, yeah. I got to give credit to the actor with this one between the ghost pepper jerky oh, and the dude, intro that one was hilarious. It was fantastic and funny, but also his just true down and out depression almost at the end of this episode. It really is a testament to his skill, but it's also a very dark aspect for this. For the characters, but I do think he doesn't quite see the advantage this is. He has that hopelessness right now, but that, as we've seen beforehand, will turn into good old fashioned Winchester resolve. They will use this to their advantage. They, if they were going up against him completely blind, I could see where he's coming from. But they do have—I
2: don't—I get a, it. Though.
0: A look into his mind and where he's going with these things, and therefore these visions have to play into the strategy against chuck they I, I, have get it, I get it though i get
1: dean being hopeless oh absolutely he says, makes you know, sense. I'm going,
2: we're going against god
1: how like, do you do that how do you do that and and, I think, and also it really hits him hard thinking that possibly none of their actions have ever mattered yep. that's what really that's, affected that would them suck
2: yeah like to, to know that everything you've ever done where you felt like you saved someone's life or you saved someone and it meant nothing. It and was the conversation he
0: had with, what was her name Ashley, before we find out that she's a Lilith? Yeah. The conversation he has where it feels good saving people. Well, yeah. if Chuck can just etch, sketch, erase, undo, redo everything yeah. he, you've ever done, that's existential well, nightmare. Was yeah. Lilith
2: kind of creepy hot? Like, she kept, like... Well, how old is she first, the actress? Uh, She graduated college, therefore
0: 22 to 23. Oh, okay, Okay, She's definitely
2: attractive. She's, like, creepy (laughs) hot because she kept, like, hitting on... Yeah, she kept hitting on Dean. She had that thickness, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. that. That's two Cs, not, like, four or five. She had the goodness, the good good thickness. I was, like... You were, like, what? Oh, what? Wait, what were you? I can't hear that. You got to be louder. (laughs) (laughs) That's getting cut. I I. <laughs> 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 I, think no I like how he edits the shows now. <laughs> no, uh, I, Mike's gonna cut it himself. No, so he's, he's like, not. oh god, I'm no, a he's monster. Not. He's gonna turn it up, and then he'll put it back in. He better turn it. <laughs> no, it's like, <laughs> oh okay, <laughs> I got it. All right, <laughs> like, that's, that's, did you did you get that on camera as well? I hope you really did.
0: What was See, that, like, Running get, man
2: that, at the same like time. the, the type of thickness <laughs> is those. Oh, got it. Okay, Yeah. one of the. Yeah. Well, that's. Yeah. That's. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When you're not part of it, it goes. It goes.
2: Wow! Wait, it jiggles after you hit it three I times. Don't this know. sound so design confused. episode brought to you by this is a- Fat Thighs. This is ASMR. Brain dude. Man Digital presents ASMR.
1: <laughs> Here's what fat
2: thighs sound like.
1: <laughs> I didn't say anything about fat thighs. Although- oh, oh. Mm. oh. Mm. she kept yeah, no. hitting on Dean. Why did though? you have to take us there? Because she is pretty. She was pretty she, attractive. She kept hitting on Dean. He was a keeper.
2: As Lilith It was kind of hot. Yeah. I don't know if I like. She was team. Sa- she
1: was team Sam last can you, time. Can you imagine banging her in her eyes roll back in her head like that? I'd be okay with that. She look like the <laughs> Undertaker. Sometimes dude. I look. I look up. I roll webcam girl. It's pretty good. Get the fuck
2: out! of here. Oh my god! I thought the knocked- more you know. Yeah,
1: that's all right.
2: I don't want I everyone roll. to sit at that computer <laughs> and see the search. I roll it. webcam girl. That's not a thing. It's
1: a, it's a thing.
2: Take five minutes. Break hold on, hold here on, real quick. Hold on, I, I got it in. Hold on. I roll <laughs> webcam girl.
1: What? <laughs> The
2: fuck out! I'm clicking on this. Hold on. <laughs> He's it's full on on Pornhub right it's now. It's a thing. Get the fuck out of here. It's a cool thing. That it's a cool. Thing. Thing. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Is this saved? This is saved on your search yeah, history. I do you motherfucker.
0: You're on his network. Did it show up in a history? Like no, it <laughs> Did it is you typed it
2: out? out. That's unbelievable. I've seen. It I've seen it all now. <laughs> Except her eyes. Oh, all right. My God. Lilith,
0: you know, eye-rolling thickness aside. I would like to push it aside. Okay. <laughs> it was an interesting choice to have her come back, I mean, to me at least, because she doesn't, her story was well and truly done, which in some way fits even better with the idea that Chuck is this kind of hack writer that he just pulled, oh, yeah, no one will expect that. We'll do Lilith. Well, why? What's the greater purpose? What's the narrative for this? What's the overall theme that you're trying to get across with this idea? No one will expect it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I sure. Mean, I didn't good expect job. It.
2: Did any of us sitting here truly say that you but, expected but it? But ultimately, she's no. But C- ultimately,
1: Kathy Tyler just said that Spate was listed to direct four episodes this season. Good lord. Really? He's going all in this year. Oh. Everyone it's, needs it's that the next la- gig. It's the last
2: hurrah. Well, uh. He hedged his own bets. Dude, he's still got the conventions.
1: (laughs) Oh, come stop. They're probably giving him a chance to Uh stop it. Now. All right. So
0: Lilith aside, whether or not she was just a, a shock revival, bring her back for that reason. Ultimately, she's there to remove the equalizer, the gun from the board. That is her ultimate purpose in this episode.
1: And that's the point. I mean, that's the thing we should be focusing on. Why? Well, like, it, why it is he us afraid? gives a
0: clue to another way in which Sam and Dean have an edge. They don't realize just yet. In the previous episode, Chuck says that he can't quite see Sam and Dean. And if he's omnipotent, all-powerful, all-knowing, why wouldn't he be able to snap his finger and have the gun teleport into his hand? Exactly. and Destroy it entirely. Yeah. It's because he didn't know where it was. That's why Lilith was there. Yeah. If he didn't know where it was when Dean hit it, it means he can't physically, like, like omniscient level, he cannot see them.
1: There's limitations when it comes to Sam and Dean. Yep. Whatever I think, I think happened the with point. them,
0: he can't see it. That's yeah. a huge advantage for them. Yeah. Because they, much like the Enochian sigils within their very bones,
1: they are... Off the radar. And that's the thing that has him terrified Yes, because this has never happened to him before. He never had the issue of seeing them. Something has changed. And that's why I go back to that theory from last week. Their belief in him is what changed. Yeah. And because of that, it seems like he has lost power over them specifically. Which is an amazing uh, setup. A I weird, mean, I fucking love it. It's a good idea. Truthfully,
0: how do you defeat God while you make it so that you are different and he can't play by the same rules with you if you can't win the game change the rules and that's what they did and but but we still know he is obviously very powerful yes Amara says he's lesser than he was before but he still has the ability to wake Lilith from the empty and resurrect her in some way so this does also answer the fact that he as God does have some Power and influence over that domain, which also lends more general dickishness to his statements of "Oh, I can't just bring Michael back." It would cause he's the archangels are made of primordial stuff. It would take too long. No, you just didn't want to. The story you were trying to tell didn't serve you. Just snapping your fingers and there's Michael. So I, I did like that idea because not only does it show us how powerful he is still, but it also shows he is a bit of an asshole. But that's the thing is he did this to Lilith. He undermines her very existence existence. by bringing her back. And she's upset that she died, as you said earlier, Mike. She thought she died for a reason, to bring Lucifer back. She thought her life had meaning. She was okay with that sacrifice because it meant something. That's what a lot of people, a lot of stories especially, are about. The hero's valiant sacrifice is meaningful because of the cost.
1: Yeah. And, and that goes right into my theory that I have. That I feel like this abuse of power over the cosmos. Is going to lead to some massive blowback. Could this tie
0: into the Billy's ever encroaching cosmic consequences?
1: Yes. Because as you mentioned. Lilith was upset. It's not just Sam and Dean's faith that was messed with. It's all of these individuals. Lilith was a zealot. She was a true believer in Lucifer. Yeah. And to find out that her death meant nothing. You think she's happy with that? No, she's fucking Uh-oh. pissed. Just dude. wait till she finds out that God can be challenged. The sides are going to change. And I feel like the more we see these things happening, the, the more Chuck fucks around with things, how many other entities of the supernatural angels, demons, Lucifer would be pissed if they found out all of it meant nothing? Well, Lucifer would be 100% right. Yes. Which
0: changes his entire story.
1: Yes. And now let's take it even further. We have the situation of Michael that we still have to deal with. I don't think Michael's going to be a baddie. I think Michael no. at first will be pissed at Sam and Dean for, for obvious reasons. But once he finds out that him being the dutiful son, being the zealot of all zealots, the soldier that did the job no one else wanted to do or could do. And he finds out that it all meant nothing, that he was a pawn, just like these peon humans. Cast aside as quickly as the story was over. You think he's going to be team God? No, not a chance. I think Chucks, the characters in his story are going to turn against them. It's fucking poetic, and it makes sense on so many levels. I would love to see that Sam and Dean's strategy to take the war to God isn't just about them. It's about them and all of their greatest foes turning against the very person who's the real villain.
0: And that right there would give me a reason to say I'm okay with greatest hits returning.
1: Yes. It's the only way it it's works. The
0: only, but, if you just bring him back because you have no ideas and wouldn't it be cool to see Azazel again, that's horseshit. But if you bring him back for the meta aspect of everyone's been a pawn yeah. Pain, and everyone is coming Azazel, back. Azazel,
1: Lilith, Ruby. All Raphael,
0: the people, Gabriel, Michael, all, Zachariah, how many angels have died? Yeah, being wayward and wandering, and no is no, thought. No purpose, <laughs> no home, no orders, because God just didn't now, really give a shit.
2: Michael has heaven to be, itself
0: is still about to fall apart any fucking day now. Yeah, like this could work very, very well if we do play into the fact that. That's how you take the fight to God. If He is lesser, and you have everyone in His own vain attempt to bring about the Winchester's destruction, brings about His own
1: destruction. destruction. That's does, the only way you defeat arrogance is using that arrogance yeah. against you. Does, does obviously Michael has to be in Adam's Adam's body, right? Yeah, he, that actor's right. coming back. Right.
2: They've already confirmed that he will be back. Oh joy! I think
0: that I think you that is maggot. now the bigger question to me. Is that we know that you can't exactly... Well, fuck, we don't, truly. But can you not kill God? Because according to Season 11, if he were to die, the universe falls apart. You, you, br- need, you, you bring K-
1: Cain back then, and you slap the Mark of Cain on God. You
0: need things in balance. Exactly. Or do you do well, what you I'm did sorry. to Amara? No, you don't
1: put, them, you don't put the Mark of Cain on him. You use that as the lock that puts him into the, the
0: same... way you lock away yes. like he locked Amara away? I yep. think that's the only way this wins. I just want to see Cain
1: back. Well... I we mean, might listen we he, never saw him die look, so. look what happened he became the demon he was because of I'm manipulation as well to try to save his brother it was the first this was strategy one before Simon Dean came around in the year 2000 whatever mm-hmm. when were they born the 80s yeah. He, yeah God had a millennia to fuck around with other brothers and other family members Cain is might be Abraham and uh, he, Isaac. He, yeah, he might be what's it called? Um, Patient 0. Patient 0. You don't think Kane's going to have a bone to pick when he finds well, aren't, out aren't this Michael is all Lucifer?
0: A- Patient yeah, Zero? There you go. Yeah. Like I said, that he's done this same story before. Three times minimum. Yeah. I think it I think it would work. I think that could work. Yes, for the full season as a story. It could work. <laughs> now if you guys want to hear more of our other discussions, the additional re-roll to the next show, the 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 next upcoming episode hype, the video cast discussion, where now we can look back at seasons one through five with a totally different lens at the same time. Our cinematography episodes, all of that you guys can get if you become Patreon members. And if you subscribe to our Patreon page, you can have a chance to win a Dean Winchester sixth scale figure by Quantum ah! Mechanics. Sixth scale like my wiener. Which is really cool. Not Ryan's wiener, the actual oh. figure. But when you pledge to join our video cast here, you're going to automatically be entered into the drawing. Your name will be entered as many times as you are a subscriber per month from now, starting was it last month, I believe, all the way up until the contest ends on April or in April of 2020, right before, as we found out, the final season, final episode in May 18th. So, if you guys want to win the Dean Chester, Dean Chester, Dean Chester, Dean, Chester. Dean Winchester,
1: is that like the Chester? It's the Molester? version. version. That's, that, that's the pedophile version from another
2: universe. <laughs>
1: <that>. uh, <laughs> I, I'm Dean
2: Chester, and why I'm here, is he a redneck? I'm here to molester <laughs> <laughs> because his name's Dean Chester. Of course, he's. If redneck. you want to
0: win the Dean Winchester <laughs> figure and hear more crazy bullshit, from send me eye roll picks. <laughs> send Mike some eye roll picks. <laughs> That'll get you an extra free entry uh, to the contest. Uh, <laughs> so head on over to Patreon.com
1: you, uh, slash Rainman Digital. Uh, watch some of those eye roll videos. You'll Dean change your mind. Chester. Watch the videos. <laughs> I'm Dean Chester. I'm gonna go and watch some eye roll. Listen, there's gonna be some gentlemen out there or some ladies that go ahead and Google those eye roll videos later tonight. Guaranteed. It's already happened. Let's it's yeah. our fan base. That's true. It's already happening. So like, I'm gonna pause this real quick. I'm gonna look at this. What is this they're talking about? <laughs> oh my god. I'm at work. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: All right. Now, the one thing that we didn't talk about, which because it wasn't talked about much in this episode, which, Ryan, I think I agree with you. I was happy to see that was that we didn't really have any news on the Castiel front. I'm good. I'm good with it. Not Not a lot.
1: For now. now. I, I could do it the whole season. You can't do it. for. I, Why do you play that role? You know, that's not how you feel about it. You no, just
2: are trying I, to be a troublemaker. No. I, I Okay. I, I, I think <laughs> be it's real. Exactly, I am. I, I was last, last episode. I think he has to stay away for a few episodes. Okay. I, I'm okay. I'm okay with Castiel showing up and doing his own thing, but he can have no connection with Sam and Dean.
1: At least until the mid season. Yeah. Uh, or a reason he has to come
2: back. Right.
1: Yeah. 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 Now I we, agree with I'm that. just being a troll. So the thing is, the
0: interesting thing is, we know Sam's been reaching out to Castiel. Yes, texting. through his text messages. Oh, was, that, was that yeah, Sam's? Was oh, Sam. I thought
1: that was Dean. No, doing it was no. I thought he was looking at Dean's phone. No, that's Sam's. And okay, and so Castiel's not responding. Castiel's not responding. Okay,
0: so we know that Sam, the the you know good cop, is trying to mend br- bridges and doesn't even know, according to his text messages, that Castiel had in fact left. Cass didn't say goodbye to Sam. He just up and vanished. I don't give a fuck about him. I care about Dean. Deany oh, weenie. Sweet Dean ass. Yeah. Mm.
2: Dean Chester. I'm Dean Chester.
1: <laughs> Y'all want to see me and my ass. <laughs> that's the next vision he has, Sam. He's, He's sees, getting oh, plowed he, by Dean. He, te- he, he sees Dean Castillo. Chester kidnapping a bunch of children. Sam. <laughs> what universe is this? Sam, bring me a Bud Light. I'm about to get
2: me a child. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) Those glasses did not work in your favor on that
0: one. You look like the BTK killer. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Good God. A lot of editing on this episode. Anyway.
1: That one's (laughs) burning.
0: They should flash to a version where Sam sees Dean and Cass just going at it.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that'd be funny! Like under the sheets, they all just come out of the sheets. That's all we yeah, see. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awful. That'd be oh, fantastic. Nice Dean what if they Dean do, Chester? Shut the. Would fuck that out. make Destiny L canon finally? Yeah. If they were to do An that
0: alternate universe canon which would be the best way to do it. It'd be alt Destiny L Then
1: yeah, alt. Well, it's already L. alt, right? That's true.
0: Technically, I guess. Anyway, we we know that he has just up and vanished. Hasn't said a word to Sam, and Sam's been reaching out to him for approximately like a week <laughs> now. <laughs> Which is interesting because Castiel, I could see being mad at Dean. That makes all the sense in the world. But to not say anything to Sam. I just can't wait. Is he just pulling a Hulk and just wandering the roads hitchhiking <laughs> at this point? Just walking away. Or we know his powers are failing. So while I do want him to stay away from the brothers for a while, simply because I think that tells a stronger story the longer uh, that yeah, they are apart. It, and for him to come back for the right reason, that doesn't mean he can't have a story until then. We still haven't seen anything with Jack, Billy, well, right or now, the empty. Right now, he's MP.
1: not a part of this story right now. So he has to stay away for a while. Oh, my God. What? Really? No, I'm being serious. I,
0: I'm i interested to see what they're doing with him. I just want to see Dean Chester. I I mean, I'm
2: interested in that now. I think that should be a thing.
0: Save your... You Hashtag know, it.
2: <sighs> Parallel universe, wouldn't, Dean Chester. Wouldn't it, dude, wouldn't it be amazing if we did that and then just Dean Chester shows up out of nowhere? I'm Dean Chester. If he talks like in that. In his
1: final... Yeah. What are hashtags (laughs) like? Tulpas, like yeah. yeah. We (laughs) believe hard enough, like Santa. Uh, uh, Dean Chester. That case, I roll hashtag I roll chick. Dean Chester. What Dean Chester? (laughs) I roll Dean Chester.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is gross. All right, now your joke. What do we think? What do we think? Castiel's doing right now. Do we it. besides jerking off to Dean and just <laughs> oh, right. crying. I have
1: lost the show. We got to bring it back in. I'm
0: trying to bring it back in. You two are beating off to eye rolling and Dean Chester slamming Castiel. <laughs> so if you can rub one out or You're shut up one who for a minute. I just had the idea for all three of them to be in a bed. I didn't continue it.
2: I introduced the idea and I walked away. See, this is this is quality content right here. <laughs> is it? Yes, I'm laughing.
0: <laughs> to me, I feel like this while Castiel is gone, has to be the time we further explain the entire idea of heaven falling apart, what's going on with Billy, yeah. what's going on with Jack and the Empty. If Sam and Dean are dealing with recurring monster themes and Chuck's overall story, I feel like Castiel's is the other side of these, these issues that have yet to be resolved. We have to learn mostly what's going the on. heaven thing. I feel like that's something that was monstrously huge, casually thrown away at the end of season 13, yeah. and then just no one really gave a fuck since then. It feels really out of place to me personally. So I'm hoping to see a little bit of that, even if he doesn't interact with the brothers. I still think we need to hold off on that for a little bit more. Yeah. All right. Before we all get even more drunk on Dean Chester, <laughs> Brian. Final thoughts for this episode. What do you give this episode overall?
2: And keep and then prepare yourself for our quarterly discussion as well. But Um, I'm going to give this episode an 89. Oh, um, I think it was the last two episodes have been straight fire as far as oh
1: straight fire yeah 100 yeah
2: keep it 100 yo. Um, I think that. The writing room is doing something. I, Thomas, I don't know if you're onto something with, you know, them sticking it to dab. I don't know. but I don't know, man. The last couple episodes, th- these last two have been amazing. Um, I can tell you right now that the girl that played Lilith was fucking phenomenal. Um, The way she could just flip back and forth between being <laughs> Lilith and uh, I don't remember the other character's name that she played. But it's Ashley. Right. Ah, there you go. Ashley. Oh, I hate that name. Um Aww. Anyways, um I think she was amazing. I also I want to elaborate on, you know, what you talked about Jensen as far as the funny aspect with the ghost pepper jerky mm. and then just the hopelessness that he has at the end of the episode was awesome. I like that Chuck realized how much of a detriment the the equalizer was and took it off the playing field. And I think they did a great foreshadowing with that with the um uh, sam as lucifer and he, and he gets shot with the colt mm-hmm. what a great kind of foreshadowing of oh you know the equalizer is just as you know a big game breaker like the colt was so i think that was really cool and the, the the foreshadowing there with that scene and again we haven't seen sam play lucifer sam in a while so just to see that entire scene in the white suit and like was awesome mm-hmm. um when he got shot in the head. Dude, uh, again, he got shot in the head. That was pretty cool. That, was, that the, was good. Even the CG of, like, the yeah. bullet, like, that was really cool. So, I mean, ultimately, this it's it's hard to be, like, I'm super excited because I really do dig where we're going. But at the same time, I'm kind of like you, Thomas. I'm a little hesitant. Um, But, yeah, 89, solid episode. I think if we keep going this route, it's just only going to keep going up uh, the ratings, and it's giving me kind of chills on you know, what could happen with the rest of the season. So 89 for me. All right.
0: Mike, what about you? Final thoughts.
1: Um, I really, really enjoyed the episode. And as I said, at the beginning of the show, I was a little nervous because I found myself really enjoying it. And I, I, I and without trying to sound negative, it's just, it's sad that I have to, Temper my excitement like, oh, hold up, hold back just a bit, Mike. Don't get too excited Mm yet. Right. But I'm seeing something in these two episodes that we haven't quite seen before during a Dab run. There's an idea that's solid. It isn't just us speculating, saying, oh, this is what he can do. The evidence is here. It's very clear. We have never we have never had a definitive story mapped out in two episodes. Never during Dab's run. Since Dab took over in season twelve, we have been trying to figure out what his myth arc is all the way up till season or um, all the way up to episode twelve, episode thirteen. That's one of our biggest discussion points on almost every single show over the last three years. Like, well, what is the myth arc though? What's the story? We, We can't really pinpoint it, and then when we think we pinpoint it, it's not hard left the story. And yet he's managed to take these two episodes, which were pretty much the the season premieres, not the previous three episodes, but these last two. The fact that he's able to hammer out a definitive myth arc in two episodes to where it's crystal clear what the story is, is amazing. And it makes me excited, but it also gets me a little angry that we haven't done this before. Obviously, Dab's able to hammer out a story in two episodes, and yet we've never done it. We know where we're going. We know what the story is. And now we have 15 episodes to get there. I think we're in a really good position right now. I think we're in a better position than we've ever been in during Dab's run. Steve Yoki, Davy Perez really knocked these episodes out of the park. They did a fantastic job. I love the subtle meta vibe we're getting even in an episode like this. Uh, and if all roads are leading to where we think. I think we're going to be OK for this final season. So I'm going to give this episode a 91. me, you right. Uh, Yeah,
0: this it's. It's a very odd place to be in because I do want to be very positive. But as you said, Mike, we haven't had the myth arc explained. And even when we thought we did, it took hard levs, levs, lefts and rights throughout the story all the way up until episode 12 or something like that. And even, even last season, it felt like every five episodes, and we talked about this on our quarterly discussion, every five episodes of season 14 was a completely new concept from beginning to end. This being so cohesive and so tight in only two episodes is both astounding and exciting, but also leads me to, as you said, be a little fearful and, and want to hold back because we've been lied to before is one way of saying it. I don't want to be too positive, but I don't want to be too negative because Davy Perez, Steve Yoki did a fantastic job. This one here... Lilith coming back was a genuine surprise and to play into the fact that it doesn't exactly make sense, but lean farther into the idea that Chuck's not the best writer and still give us these other visions and lead to so many interesting possibilities is very exciting. And it really does feel like these first two episodes or these last two episodes are the first two episodes of season 15, whereas the first three were the the cliffhanger kind of sort of ending from season 14. So it's it's makes it hard to put everything into perspective. But for this episode, I thought they did a good job. The side characters and additional actors did a much better job than the previous couple of episodes, at least the first three couple of episodes. Steve Yoki d- did fantastic. Richard Spate Jr., good acting or good directing, strong episode. There wasn't really a lot to say that was negative about this and I'm excited moving forward. And, I, and I'm both fearful and happy about that at the same time. But as I said, we've had seasons go all the way through the halfway point and think that things were all hunky-dory, only for things to fall apart at a later date. So I reserve judgment on everything. But for this episode, strong episode, I give it an 89 as well. So wow. with that... That's going to pretty much do it here for this discussion. If you guys are interested in hearing the hype episode for the upcoming episode, episode six, Golden Hour, make sure to subscribe to our Patreon. We have all kinds of stuff at any price range. You guys will get additional content every week or so is how we have it broken down right now. So if you guys are interested in that and if you want to get your hands on the Dean Chester. Oh, action figure. hell yeah, brother. Make sure to pledge to the video cast here, where you'll also get additional episodes of our retrospectives, which, as I said, we might have a very interesting look now at how those things have played out with the current season going on and that narrative in the back of our minds at all times. But that's going to do it here for us at Supernatural at The Crossroads. Make sure to share the show with your friends. Make sure to share it anywhere you can. Every bit of it helps, guys. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. You little maggot. You are no longer a part
2: of this story. Hey, ass butt.